David Bang, and this is Wonder of Logistics. This podcast is of my own opinions, no association with any organization that I am part of. About a month ago, I've had an honor to share my thoughts on logistics and shipping during COVID-19 at RX360 European Virtual Conference. And what you're about to hear is part of what I share at the conference. RX360 is a nonprofit international consortium addressing pharmaceutical and medical device supply chain security in relation to public health concerns and patient safety. I am currently serving as a member of the board for 501c3 part of the organization focusing on education and research. You cannot discuss about COVID-19 vaccine logistics without looking at the bigger picture. Technically, transporting vaccines has been going on for decades, not always optimally, but it's been going on for a long time. But the challenges ahead are because things are messier, and unfortunately, this will be like that for the next few months to come. Drastically reduced transport capacity and many congestions due to the COVID-19 have impacted Pharmaceutical supply chain, as a matter of fact, maybe entire supply chain in many profound ways. Planning and forecasting, sourcing strategy, vendor management, and quality control had to be completely re-examined. Overall, as of April 2021, the air freight demand is 4.4% higher than pre-COVID period, while the capacity recovery has been slow mainly due to still many grounded passenger flights. Ocean freight is in dire situation now due to the congestions, equipment imbalances with a V-shaped economic recovery. The Suez Canal and Montreal port strike did not help either. For example, ocean global schedule reliability is now hovering at, at the bottom 30 to 40%. In other words, 7 out of 10 ocean shipments are massively delayed now these days. During normal time, it should be at around 75 to 85%. Road transportation is also very tight, higher rates, strong demand. Huge stress to the supply chain planning and fulfilling. But technically, if this happened 20 years ago, do you think we had the same congestion issues? Not quite. It's simply we had just more stuffs globally transported, thanks to e-commerce, and sourced from all around the world with so many dependencies. Now, it doesn't mean we need to go back to the old supply chain models, and we do not want to promote the national protectionism either. But we need to be much more smarter and faster than now. Simple disruptions needs best practices. Complicated disruptions needs an expert. Complex disruptions, well, you need both the experts and the best practices. Now, chaotic disruptions, you need all the above, but more importantly, 
you need rapid response. That's the Kunabin framework that spells C-Y-N-E-F-I-N, but you pronounce it as a Kunabin. It's a Welsh word that signifies the multiple factors in our environment and our experiences that influences us in ways we can never understand. Actually, you can Google a David Snowden, not the, the Edward Snowden, the Kunovan framework, and you'll find more about it. Now, starting early 2021, thankfully, COVID-19 vaccines have been slowly distributed, and some countries are pretty successful with it. But still a long way to go from a, a global population perspective. The initial millions of doses seem to be working okay, but as the number needs to grow to billions, we've already started seeing supply chain challenges, equity issues, and disruptions, including counterfeit. COVID-19 did not break the supply chain. It simply accelerated changes already underway. That's not my word, actually. Yossi Sheffi, director of MIT Center for Transportation and Logistics, he recently said. Therefore, it is like a double-punch situation. Reduced and stressed capacity while you have a massive milestones to hit in terms of a COVID-19 vaccine distribution. And let's not forget there are billion doses of other vaccines, measles, whooping cough, polio, flu, that are still critical and important for the humanity. The only way to slowly but surely to get out of this deep pit is to think and act totally differently. Some conventional know-hows may not be working any longer. There are three principles you can embrace for your pharmaceutical supply chain especially for COVID-19 vaccines and all the other materials that are needed to produce the vaccine for product integrity and patient safety while meeting financial and other essential targets. Number one, planning and forecasting for both upstream and downstream must be now whatever used to work in the past plus 50% longer. In other words, if your organization was okay pre-COVID with four-month forecasting, then at least six months and accuracy should come with it. Number two, time to seriously look at all those silos of data, yours, your partners and customers, and even further to align with your supply chain partners on data sharing, governance, and security. Number three, the COVID-19 vaccine logistics and distribution mean a stressed temperature control capacity, dry ice, storage, refer trucks, refer containers, temperature control packaging, especially in less developed markets and a lack of raw materials and supplies such as syringes and vials that are needed for other medicinal products. One great example is Pharma Ledger. Sponsored by IMI, Innovative Medicines Initiative, and the European Federation of Pharmaceutical Industries and Associations, under the Horizon 2020 program, Pharma Ledger is already in the middle of the journey for 36-month project, 
with 12 global pharmaceutical companies and 17 public and private entities, including technical, legal, regulatory, academia, and research organizations and other organizations. And that the goal of this project is to provide a widely trusted platform that supports the design and adoption of a blockchain-enabled healthcare solutions while accelerating delivery of innovation that benefits the entire ecosystem from manufacturers to patient. And the key here, which is what I like the most about, is open source. Therefore, at least for 2021 and 2022, or possibly even the first half of 2023, stress testing your supply chains, simulations, etc., with possible risk and developing and executing contingency with your vendors and partners will be essential. Thanks for listening to Wonder of Logistics. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcasts such as on Apple, Google, Spotify, and many more. Until the next episode, ponder on the wonder of logistics. Thank you.